if you add a space in therapist, it becomes the rapist. Let that sink in. I'm sorry. Okay, mic's on. I gotta Mike's check good. my zipper. My zipper today. Okay, all good. Yeah, Karena it's, it's it's gonna be like fucking stupid. Color. It's my fly is open for uh -huh. the whole video. Like. I feel like the equivalent. Like guys are always in front in front of the camera. They're like, okay, my crotch isn't like showing. Like my my fly isn't open. With girls, it's like, okay, tits. Yeah, the, the, the that is constantly me. Like I'm always like my bra is always showing just a little bit. And right now, especially so, this mic is recording, you guys. But Kenji's also letting me use his Rode microphones. Um, so I have it clipped like right in between my tits, and it's pulling my top down. And so you guys might be able to see like my chicken cutlets. I'm trying to like be a little bit more conservative on this channel and not sh you know show my tits so much keep it halal brother keep, or sister keep it halal habibi <laughs> quick little uh, shout out to kenji's new podcast show called can we talk hence the title of this episode can we do therapy that's like your thing now it's like can we talk can we wait yeah can we can we eat i saw that okay. on your discord funny story gue tuh kepikiran pas gue lagi uh, kramas jadi kayak yeah. pas gue lagi keramas tuh kan gue lagi kayak mikirin podcast gue namanya apa ya terus kayak can can we talk can we talk <gasps> terus gue langsung kayak get out of the shower I stop washing my hair like my hair masih banyak busanya terus kayak I I got to my phone I wrote it down and yeah that's the history of how can we talk came to be I swear we always get our best ideas in the shower because my intro my legendary intro which I will get to soon I promise but my even my intro I came up with it in the shower and I know y'all love my intro I love my intro I legit it's one of those things where I'm like did I come up with that like my brain my brain came up with that oh my god and I was in the shower I was like, was good job, it's your girl in the G, and then I was like, oh, in the house. Wow, that, that's... Eh, baru ngerti. Gue baru ngerti, gue baru ngerti. Oh my god, Kenji. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Kayak, my mind, my mind wasn't... Kayak, my mind tuh kadang-kadang all over the place kan. Cuman kayak, yo, that's genius, man. Thank you! That's that's what I mean! And I came up with it in the shower! I did not fathom what that meant pas gue nonton video lu. Oh my god. I get my best ideas both in the shower dan kalau misalnya gue lagi nyetir tol yang panjang. Uh -huh. Kayak kalau misalnya gue lagi dari Pondok Indah nih ya. Uh -huh. Dari Pondok Indah pulang ke Pluit. Kan tolnya panjang banget tuh. Biasa I get my best ideas when I'm driving a long distance. Kayak, Jadi kamu habis... Yo. Jadi kamu habis ini nyetir balik ke rumah, cause we're in Pondok Indah right yeah. now. Jadi nanti kamu nyetir balik ke rumah kamu. Kamu bisa dapat another good idea. You you like oh like my like epiphany yeah, epiphany that's, moment. That's a, that's a What's good, ya? It's your girl in the G in the house, and we back with another episode of Into Under the Influence, where shit is completely unfiltered, extremely explicit, and absolutely motherfucking unhinged, bitch. And look who we got in the house today. We got Coco back in the studio with us. We just filmed on his podcast show, Can We Talk, where I talk about unorthodox dating in the context of dating outside your own race, your own ethnicity, your own culture, um, which I definitely have a lot of experience in. And so if you want to, you know, uh, hear the tea spilled about that, head on over to his channel, subscribe, leave thirsty comments, because I know y'all loving this hair, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. I wonder how many more months is it going to take for you to, like, actually get it up to the, itu loh, your, The, the photo that you sent me. Actually, funny story. Kemarin tuh, gue tuh sempat kesel banget. Like, last week, when I went to the barber, uh -huh. gue tuh pengen, like, trim this side. Uh -huh. Terus kayak, the barber did not get my message, and dia tuh nge-trim belakangnya lumayan banyak. Jadi kayak, kalau kalian perhatiin tuh, belakang gue tuh rada pendek, dan sekarang, I can no longer tie it sampai ke belakang banget. Uh -huh. 
Mm. Like it's so annoying. Jadi kayak basically my progress tuh lumayan kebuang tiga mingguan. Tapi kayak oh. ya udahlah ya. Shit happens. Shit happens. Hence today's episode, the week that I've had these last. Oh my god, especially these past two days. I've went through hell and I was just like, you know what, Kenji, like since you're here, let's have therapy. Okay. Since yeah, also also because you and I like talk about doing therapy. Like the other day you messaged me about uh, where to go um do therapy, yeah. which I think I I I want to include that in here because I think it's valuable information that a lot of people might might want. Is um so I Kenji messaged me and he was like, uh Indo, where do you do your uh therapy? And so here's the thing is that for I started therapy in college and uh, in college back in L.A., we had the student psychological center on campus. And part of our tuition includes being able to go there and do therapy essentially for free, but not really because it's part of the tuition. But you know what I mean? Um, and so when I was in college, it was on campus, a student psychological center. Um, and then when I graduated college, obviously, I don't have access to that resource anymore. And I turned to online therapy, which honestly, and <laughs> you know how a lot of videos. Uh, Videos, especially podcasts, Western podcasts, they, they're usually sponsored by BetterHelp, which is the um, resource that I uh, recommended you. Did I recommend BetterHelp? Did. I did, yeah. Um, and a lot of podcasts, if y'all tune into like, for, uh, I don't know, like Western uh, podcasters like from America usually or like just North America in general, they're usually sponsored by BetterHelp. This is not sponsored by BetterHelp. I wish it was sponsored by BetterHelp. Yeah, BetterHelp, no. better kalau kalian tertarik sama podcast gue atau Indah, y- y'all can hit us up real quick because kita pro-therapy banget. And we do think it's very essential for people's, you know, upbringing and stuff. Because mm-hmm. now, sekarang, therapy is how do I say this? I want to say therapy is therapeutic, but <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's literally what the word therapeutic means. Yeah. Tapi, that? tapi kayak zaman sekarang banyak orang tuh nggak bisa voice out their problems and concerns. Mm-hmm. Makanya banyak banget orang cerita di Discord gua. Uh-huh. Dan gue actually kasian banget when I told them. Masa when I when I said, kayak kalian nggak mau coba go to therapy or something. They said, gue kalau disuruh ke terapi ntar ortu gue kira gue orang gila. Atau kalau misalnya ntar, uh, gue dibilang, apaan sih gitu doang, udah stres. Mm-hmm. Papi dong, mami dong, dulu gini-gini-gini. Kalian tuh sekarang lemah banget sih. You know, that's a very common, uh, it's a very common thing. Yeah. Sekarang. Jadi kayak, yeah, therapy is important guys. Therapy is important. Um, and I'm so grateful that that's one less hill for me to climb over in the sense that I don't got to deal with that from my mom. I'm I'm really, I count my blessing with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, because funny story, do you watch Lucifer? I do, but I think it's the first season. Okay, but you know, like basically the gist of it is that it's the um, the, the devil comes to Los Angeles. Oh yeah, there's right? a therapist. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and then he does, and the, the devil does therapy. Even the devil does therapy, you yeah. guys, come on. And so my mom walked in on me watching Lucifer and it was the scene where he was seated down with Dr. Linda Martin and having therapy. And my mom, God bless her soul, my mom went, Ini lagi ngapain mereka? And I, I didn't think my mom would know what therapy is. I mean, also, like, you know, come, she's a fucking, you know, she's a boomer. Like, the fuck she know about therapy, right? And so I was just trying to, like, come up with a way of, like, how do I, how do I explain it? It's like, uh, it's like consultation. Semacam konsultasi gitu, you know? And, like, you talk about your problems and kind of, like, get advice and all that type of stuff. And then my mom literally went, oh, therapy. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I could have just said that. She knows what it means. Um, and then, and, and then, sur- and I was so taken aback. She actually went, like, kamu kenapa gak kayak ginian? Oh, wow. Yeah. And, no, and, I, and I told her, like, no, I do, like, in, on 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 campus like i would go to the psychological center and i would like do therapy it's like semacam kayak gini persis kayak gini yang di yang di layar sekarang lagi 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 nonton and she was like oh okay that's good yeah i think a lot of parents harus lebih kayak gitu karena kayak menurut gua um, correct me if i'm wrong tapi kan gua kan ngomong setengah inggris setengah indo ya 
menurut di, di otak gue tuh di Indo nggak ada terap nggak ada kata-kata terapi adanya apa psikolog and you know how different that sounds from therapy wow. like karena essentially terapi and psikolog tuh they're they're very similar tapi kayak kalau kita mm-hmm. mah aku mau ke psikolog itu terdengar kayak oh gila yeah. ya And it's just it's one of those things where it's like I'm just you, you're lucky if your parents like my mom understands what therapy entails, yes. you know. And even she's done therapy. Oh, surprising, huh? Mm-hmm. From a chindo boomer, come on. Yeah, even like dalam bahasanya aja itu like that's the first problem. And so, okay, hal nomor satu tidak ada salahnya juga kamu kalau mesti pergi ke psikolog. Sebenarnya, Sebenarnya. itu bukan itu bukan berarti kamu. orang gila cuman kata-katanya aja yang Cuma, make it terdengar seperti gila iya dan sebenarnya yeah. itu bukan masalah katanya itu masalah orang-orang di society kita exactly orang-orang society kita tidak menormalize that so I'm gonna drop a punchline here so please can we normalize therapy please can we do therapy and, the, and the answer is yes we can, can. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I love that give me high five I love that man no yeah hold on uh, in, in regards to um Uh, providing resources for 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 therapy. I I really I, I want to uh, put this in in here to recap again. Sorry because we got kind of derailed. But I used to do therapy on campus, and then I graduated. I no longer have access to that anymore. And so I've been doing online therapy. Uh, did therapy on BetterHelp. Ariana Grande she donated like I think a million dollars to BetterHelp to basically provide financial aid for people that don't afford to do therapy. Um, and then BetterHelp even like one up that, and they were like, no, we'll put in like another like. one uh, million dollars worth of financial aid for for these people so that uh, people that don't afford to do therapy can do it and so it bumped up it, it bu- bumped it up to two million dollars worth of financial aid for people all over the world to do therapy I damn I really should be sponsored by better help right now because I'm really I'm really plugging them shit um I can't believe I'm doing this for free but yeah and then I I got on that because the 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 issue is that uh part of it you know by the time that i graduated college and like you know if 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 i want to do therapy it's not for me it's never been the problem of my mom like dis- being disapproving of it and like thinking of it some type of way it's that it's expensive and it's not an expense that in her opinion she thinks it's worth incurring and then of course then i graduated college and also i got to be financially independent which i pretty much already i'm i'm half financially independent that's financially like that's where i stand right now and So it became a matter of well, I want to do therapy, but I legit just don't afford it. I don't have my own money for it. And then when Ariana Grande and BetterHelp provided that two million dollars worth of financial aid, it gave me access to it um, at a much cheaper rate. But I um, eventually, long story short, and some time went by, and then I no longer afforded it, and so I stopped doing uh, therapy with BetterHelp. Um, I, which is unfortunate. I really do wish that I could go on, but then I found, you know, I find that this platform and you know having a podcast show and having like an audience on social media to like kind of talk to, and like luckily I'm a very open person, and like I put a lot of put a lot of put a lot of myself out there. I find that this is a very therapeutic process for me too. Is so this is this has actually like doing this for a living has kind of. been like an alternative to doing therapy for me which i think is is great to be honest especially because right now i'm not at the place where i can afford like actual therapy but better help really does like they provide a lot of financial aid even before ariana grande came in like they provide a lot of financial aid and it is accessible to people all over the world um just keep in mind of course like the time difference a lot of these counselors they're usually based in north america Um, but BetterHelp is a really great resource that y'all should really look into. Talkspace is another one. And I actually like the, as far as user interface goes, like the appearance of the application and all that, uh, of, of the website design and all that, 
Um, I like Talkspace a lot more. It looks a lot cuter, but if that's if you're a sucker for the uh, the aesthetics of it. But both of them are really, really solid. They are expensive, but they can they can and will provide financial aid. Um, but just keep in mind, like if you like, even with financial aid, like are you able to afford it? Um, therapy in general is very expensive, and I told you this, right? If you don't want to do online therapy, if you want to do in-person therapy here in Jakarta, if you are someone like us with a linguistic preference to speak in English when you're doing therapy, um, you can go to International Wellness Center. IWC is located in Dharmawangsa. I have a lot of my international peers go there um, and they've talked uh, nothing but good stuff about the services that they provide. So IWC, I'll put a link in the description down below for you guys to um, click on. But in terms of like, let's say if you don't uh, have a, a requirement or a preference for English, and let's say it's like the complete opposite, malahan kamu butuh pergi ke terapis yang bisa berbahasa Indonesia. Nah, kalau itu, aku nggak tahu. Maybe you might yeah, have. Uh, actually, gue nggak ada. Tapi gue nggak tahu, counseling sama terapi itu sama nggak sih? Gue sendiri sih, actually, I never went to counseling or therapy, tapi gua lumayan considering karena kayak ya yeah, I I I kind of think I need that for now for some issues um I don't really think I want to put online. Tapi kayak mm-hmm. yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. You don't you definitely don't have to put everything online. <laughs> um I think w- uh, now more people are starting to realize that the word psychologist kind of turns a lot of people away and yeah. so therapy is the more halus way yeah, it's of more um socially acceptable kayak do you want to go to to a psychologist? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Karena psychologist tuh kayak mungkin um, Joker from the movies. He needs a psychologist. Mm-hmm. But people like us, we need therapy. But um, I'm so sorry that I can't provide any resources for um, Indonesian language therapists for those of you that might need it. But as far as well, actually, I think in, at IWC, I'm pretty sure they can also speak in Indonesian. Actually, yeah, yeah. pasti harus lah, pasti harus. Yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, so. I think they're worth um, checking out for those of you that think that you might wanna do therapy or shit, you know you need to do therapy. Betulnya menurut gue disayangkan banget that uh, a lot of orang-orang yang lulus psikologi mm-hmm. itu agak susah cari kerjaan di sini. Ngerasa nggak sih like a lot of psychology majors mereka habis lulus jadi apa jadi HR? Bukan cuma di sini saja sih. Di mana-mana juga. Iya yeah, di mana-mana like even in to be honest, like even in the states, like a lot of my friends that graduated uh, their um, uh, undergrad with psychology, a lot of them they kind of feel the need to do masters because they feel like they can't get really anywhere with just a psychology degree. It's one of those things where it's like yes, it's widely applicable, but it's too wide. And then out of all of those people that major in psychology, how many of them choose to become therapists? Like. Well, maybe nowadays, maybe there are more, especially because the market is growing because there's a lot more demand for it and there's a lot, and people are starting to warm up more to the idea of, oh, therapy doesn't mean that you're crazy and it's like, it's yeah. a good thing to do, right? Thankfully. Um, but just, yeah, I mean, we're still kind of, I think, at that. Transition period. Trans- yeah. Zaman sekarang kan, like, since everybody, especially mm-hmm. um, people our age or younger, kan pada pakai social media semua kan? And you guys already know this, tapi kan social media makes you depressed. Like, there's actually a research that caters to that social media excessive social media usage especially instagram you can actually google this it also leads to more okay to me depressed depression is a very heavy word but it makes you feel it makes your mental health less healthy in a way jadi kayak menurut gue demand for therapy itu tuh udah makin membanyak ya mm-hmm. demandnya udah banyak yang penting 
supply-nya aja sih yang harus ada. Jadi guys, kalau misalnya kalian masih sekolah dan nonton ini, jangan takut ngambil jurusan psikologis karena I think there might be a bigger market in the future for it. I definitely see the market for therapy expanding. Like it already is. Like we're in the middle of it right now. Like it's only going to get bigger, especially with more awareness surrounding mental health. You said that and I was thinking <laughs> people like you and me are work Our, our our jobs like well one of our jobs involves being on social media and a lot of people are on that boat as well where it's like now people you know um we're literally living in a time where we can make a career out of being on social media but then it becomes the question of how do we separate our professional life from our personal lives and just are we able to take a break from being on social media without it jeopardizing our career and our income yeah sometimes i think about that sometimes i'm like Because now I'm in this whole, like, I hate the word influencer. I'm going to use online personality slash content creator interchangeably. Now I'm this online personality. I'm a content creator. And my work literally is to be on Instagram, on YouTube, on, on TikTok, um, constantly engaging with y'all, like, in the DMs uh, on Instagram and all that type of shit. And I often think about just how much I... Uh, Gosh, I really want to take a break. I really, I want to do one of those like social media detox and like go on a um, hiatus. Is that the word? Like a, go on yeah. a hiatus. It's one of the luxuries that I can no longer afford. Like back then, like before, you know, I was a nobody before all of this. Like I could go off social media for two weeks and like nothing, you know, and, and I don't have to worry about losing followers and like, yeah. you know, missing out on endorsement deals. Now I got to worry about that. And now I'm kind of at the point where it's like, shit, I can't put my phone down. I, because I feel like if I put my phone down, Like literally my entire life is in my phone now. I think the sad truth is we are never ever gonna leave social media. Kita boleh kita bisa take a break and of course we have good followers which you and I do have like mm -hmm. our followers are very supportive. Mm -hmm. Actually I like to call my followers friends instead of followers. Yeah. So sorry kalau misalnya gue sebutnya my follower karena kayak that kind of sounds entitled I'm sorry. Uh, even if our followers bisa bilang sama kita kayak it's okay you can take a break. Mm -hmm. But we will kayak kita boleh take a break tapi The truth is, we will never ever leave. First of all, we're addicted to social media. And second of all, yeah. if we actually leave for good, kita bakal like in the set lose followers and lose credibility. Mm -hmm. Banyak banget orang yang kayak abis take a break lama, pas balik-balik udah dilupakan. Mm -hmm. Karena kita live in a day and age dimana new influencers or new content creators tuh kayak keep popping up everywhere. Mm -hmm. Jadi kalau misalnya kita do not stay relevant, kayak misalnya gue di TikTok, gue kan sempat lama banget gak nge-post. And at this point, gue tuh nge-post kayak... Dua minggu sekali atau pernah sempat sebulan sekali mm -hmm. dan kayak ya udah maksudnya gue jadi like it's never competition tapi kayak yeah. kalah jadi konten kreator lain dan yeah. that's okay karena emang gue tuh tidak pengen berkarir di TikTok kan but I'm just saying that kalau kita pengen stay relevant and stay on the market we, mm -hmm. we're we're not allowed to leave and that's sad that and scary <laughs> to me that's true no we there there isn't any leniency for us like there's no space given to us really to Take a take a break and like yeah of course there are the followers that will be understanding towards it but like come on like it's yeah not everybody you know and then it, that's the risk that we take if we do decide like oh I'm just gonna I'm just gonna switch off my phone for one week yeah you know and then like God knows like even just within one day like there's so many things that can happen like imagine a week like I freak out about exactly. just thinking about that exactly. you know our followers mungkin bisa baik sama kita kalau misalnya kita leave, tapi algoritmnya nggak bakal baik sama kita. Oh yeah, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you made such a good point because yeah. like it's one thing if it's like the the followers, and then it's another thing if it's the algorithm. Oh, because the algorithm can fuck you up. I think that's what hap I think that's what's happening with me on my TikTok right now. I'm not gonna lie. 
I don't know what it is, but like earlier, earlier on, like my videos got so many views. And then now suddenly it's not getting nearly anywhere as much. And I don't know. I don't think it's anything to do with the followers. I think it's just the algorithm. It is. They stop uh, showing it to people somehow. Maybe like it's, maybe in some way the algorithm is punishing you for not like, for not being on their platform so much. Karena semua social media platform or every application itu kan goalnya adalah buat usernya menggunakan their application for the longest time possible kan. Mm -hmm. Jadi kalau misalnya creator tidak, membuat konten, which mm -hmm. in turn membuat orang-orang tidak spend time banyak di channel itu, mm -hmm. the application is gonna give said attention to another more consistent creator mm -hmm. yang bisa memberi, yang bisa membuat followers stay longer on that app. If you get what I mean, I know it's, I'm I'm kind of all over the place, cuman kayak yeah, that's that's where I'm trying to get at. The week of Christmas. I am logging off. I do not care. It's Christmas. Yeah, it is Christmas. It's Christmas. I think even the algorithm will understand that it's Christmas. I am logging off. By the time December 20 rolls around, y'all not going to see me on social media. I'm taking my well-deserved break on December 20. And I really hope, I'm not just saying that. I really hope I actually, like, I have to force myself. Yeah, you should. I have to, I have to force myself. Like, I'm really, I'm going to have to freeze my phone in an ice cube and put it in the freezer to make and myself like, abide the freezer and, and like put the freezer inside your apartment and lock it uh-huh so yes we can do therapy oh we can do therapy i'll let you start since you're the guest on this show Woo, how have you been doing coco um i'm gonna split that to both mentally <laughs> and financially okay you should not cut that out i'm not i never cut out my burps okay bagus 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 um, financially sama mentally ya. Kalau mentally itu, um, my girlfriend and my closest friends know this, tapi maybe like last week, I was at an all-time low. I was really stressed out. Ya yeah, kayak gue bener-bener kayak, when I said all-time low, I really meant my life. Karena kayak, it was a moment where I really felt like everything is falling apart. Dan gue tuh ngerasa rendah banget in my life. Gue tuh ngerasa kayak gue gak bisa. Kayak, I'm, I don't think I'm a good enough friend. I don't think I'm a good enough son. I don't think I'm a good enough uh, business person. I don't think I'm a good enough everything. And I just constantly feel the need to validate myself and compare myself to other people. And I am in a circle where everyone is a lot better than me. Jadi kayak, sebenarnya that's the gist of it. So I don't want to get mm -hmm. into deep. Tapi intinya kayak, yeah, that's how I'm doing mentally. But I think financially I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. At least, at least you got one thing going yeah. for you. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I I, think you feel that everybody around you in your circle is better than you. But you know what? That's just, a, I've, I've learned that now that that's really just how you feel. And I sympathize with that because I get into moments where I feel like that too. But you know what? Chances are, if you get your friends in your circle to open up, they probably feel the same way. They feel like everybody in their circle, mm -hmm. including you, are doing so much better than them. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing. Semua orang tuh gak tahu. Uh, struggle orang-orang lain kan, because mm -hmm. you know in social media you just like you post a highlight reel of your life, mm -hmm. uh, you post pictures with the best angles, you post um, you know you post like workout selfies to show people hey I work out, padahal mungkin mm -hmm. mungkin aja workout cuma sekali seminggu, terus kayak when other people see that kayak anjir mereka sering banget workout yang rajin mm -hmm. banget, terus rata banget perutnya, little did they know pas kita take that workout selfie kayak you know you gotta suck it all in, and you gotta um, like for, for for girls you gotta like you know like push. <laughs> You know, I can attest to that. I gotta push up the girls. I gotta push up the girls to, you know, show the people what they want to see. Tapi intinya ya, 
Ya, yeah, I mean, balik lagi ke percakapan soal social media ya. It's you know, with social media, a lot of people only just want to post all the glamorous stuff. Like all the glitz and glam goes on the gram. I feel like social media is a place di mana gua bisa Ah, uh, okay, this is this sounds really toxic, but then like gua enggak pengen me- menaruh kekurangan gua terlalu banyak di social media karena gua I feel like I'm a lackluster person, you know, in most mm-hmm. things in my life. Yeah. Jadi kayak putting that out just makes me feel even more lackluster. If that uh, means like I, I know that sounds toxic to you guys, but I'm sure to say that I am nowhere near perfect. And kalau pada misalnya kayak misalnya ada orang ngedm gue kayak misal kayak so nice to be you panutan dan lain-lain kayak I was like kok bisa ada orang yang panutin gue? Kok bisa ada orang yang demen? What does panutin mean? Sorry. Panutan means like I look up to you. Uh, y- okay. Yes. Ya kok oh bisa God. gitu loh kayak lu kagak. Like, lu kagak tahu da- kayak <laughs> bener lu kagak tahu nih restoran bagus tapi dapurnya kebakaran, dapurnya berantakan banget. I love that analogy. Yeah. I love it. Oh my gosh. With social media, people feel like they have to always just post the glitz and the glam like you said. Like you only ever see the good stuff on social media. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever, nobody ever really posts about all the bad stuff. Um, and then especially in some parts of the world like our part of the world where a lot more people are more judgmental. Yeah. Right? And a lot more close-minded. Yeah. Um, and so it really prevents people from open uh, openly and freely expressing themselves on social media and I think that's why now me being this I hate the word influencer content creator I'm now that I'm this online personality I actually I'm at the point where even when sometimes because I guess this will only make sense if I put in the context you know this because you followed me since the very beginning um, and then some of you guys might also uh, follow me on Instagram but if you follow me on Instagram you will know that I post unorthodox things on my Instagram story and yes, I'm do. right I'm very open about literally everything and anything. I basically I sometimes journal on my story, I post memes, I post the ugliest non-aesthetic pictures. Um I post um everything from but I also post all the good stuff. I post like thirst traps, I post thirst traps. I post a lot of thirst traps. Um usually like back shots of my ass anyways. Um but I I I'm I'm open. Like I, what I'm trying to say is that I'm a very open book. I've always been that way. I've never been a private person which I, you know, and a lot of my friends know that about me and they're always like, yeah, see, this is why this kind of a job is perfect for you because yes. you kind of don't have a lot of things to hide. That's not to say that I don't have things that I'm hiding. Of course, like there are things that I keep very private. I'm very black and white when it comes to my privacy. Like I'm very hot and cold. So like the things that I'm very private about, it's uh, uh, if I'm very private about it, nobody knows about it. Not my mm. therapist, not even my therapist, not my mom, not, not anybody. Mm. I bring that shit with me to my grave but then uh, on the flip side of that if i'm okay with one person knowing i'm usually okay with everybody knowing and then right, like, right, everybody right. knows about it so i'm very right. extreme with uh my privacy right. but no words i going with this is that on my instagram or just on social media in general i'm very open about all the good stuff all the funny stuff all the bad stuff and even on days where i don't want to post the bad stuff the ugly you know the uh you know talk about my bad day in some ways now i feel like it's a bit of my obligation to talk well not not such an extreme obligation but it's more so that like now that i have a platform and i have influence like and like with that it also comes like power and responsibility to really um influence other people hence the term influencer i guess right i want to be a good influence and i want to show people that it's okay that not everything in your life is 
picture perfect and that I want to show people that nobody's life is, is, is like that. Not even Kendall fucking Jenner, guys. Remember yeah, that? No, not even like all these fucking sure A-list ce- celebrities. Sure bad days. I'm sure she wakes up with bad breath. I'm sure she has bad hair days and frizz and shit. Yeah. I'm sure her armpit smells bad sometimes. I'm sure she farts uh-huh. and stuff. Everyone's just, you know, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hold on. I'm sorry I'm not being, I feel like I'm not being that eloquent about this. But what I'm just trying to say is that I, it's, we're so normalized to just, we're so normalized to thinking that everybody's lives are perfect, be- you know, because, because again, we just post all the good stuff on social media, but we don't ever see the flip side of that. So I want to show people the flip side of that. And then the other part too is that I just, I want to keep my content authentic. And I think that's why I'm very like, I mean, not to toot my horn or everything, but that's, I think that's why I'm doing kind of well. And that I feel like I have a lot of really, you know, loyal supporters and people genuinely, surprisingly like me is because I, as a person and also my content is just relatable. But yeah, that's my little, little spiel. But just, it's, you know, it's a friendly reminder to you and it's a friendly reminder to everybody that, a lot of the things that you see on social media, like in real life, it really isn't like that. Like with social, the things we post on social media, think about just like, okay, one, like one photo. The last photo that I posted on my Instagram, the one of me like, you know, um, posing, like, you know, showing my ass, you know, bending down like over the couch like at, at Swill House, like in the club. I had to go through multiple photo editing apps to like get that photo looking that good. And like, yeah, I know that night when I was taking a photo, like I was, you know, it, it, it was a good night. But actually, like a few hours before the, uh, before that night, like that day, like the entire the entire day, I was going through shit. Kalau di my Instagram tu kan kayak kalian juga tahu gue bukan tipe orang yang kayak ngepost, you know, foto-foto paling rapi or like the best outfits kayak. I mean yeah. like f- fucking fucking look at my last okay. few pictures like they're all very berantakan and gue juga minta my uh, my audience kayak untuk editing my pictures and I post mm-hmm. really ugly stories sometimes with really ugly filters filters on my face to show that kayak you don't have to. F- fucking you know be perfect in order to yeah mm-hmm. you don't always have to be picture perfect all yeah. the time and no that's like the good part about people like us that post that kind of a content is that it's relatable like it's and it's comforting and it resonates with people right even if it's just like in the tiniest of ways like it resonates with people i want to ask you back how mm-hmm. have you been doing both you know um actually more to mentally actually you know what exclusively mentally how Ex- are you doing mentally oh you guys, today we're recording Tuesday, November 30. Yesterday, and a lot of people on my Instagram saw this. Like when I, I tell you, when I say I post everything on my Instagram story, I really mean I post everything on my Instagram story. And I, oh gosh, I've been going, I've really been going through it. When did we get on, when did we do your Discord thing? Um, we had a live Discord session. Two nights ago? At my place. Yeah, two nights ago. Two nights yeah, ago? Yeah, two nights ago. That, oh, that's when you started breaking down. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, what happened that day, I had recorded, which, by the way, sorry that I haven't been posting um, and uploading content, is because I took a two-week break. I took a two-week, I took a two-week break because I wanted to, uh, well, break. I, I took a break from uploading, but I didn't take a break from filming because I wanted to basically create a backlog, right? And so during that time when I was focusing solely on filming and creating a backlog of content, uh, I was working on, you know, hiring. I, I have translators now. Uh, I have a team of five translators and I have a team of three editors, but they're not going to start working for me until uh, January 2022. Oh my God. We're not talking about that. No, we're not talking about that. Anyways, um, but, I, you know, and I filmed this episode, this three-hour-long filming session with Lunar. Um, and that's going up very soon. It should have gone up before this, but let me explain what happened. I literally spent all day Saturday morning to evening 
and all day Sunday morning to evening editing this three hour long footage with uh, Lunar and I finished. I finished my hard drive, my WD, my passport hard drive. I don't know what the fuck happened. It stopped, it, it broke. I, I opened disk utility and then like it wasn't, like there was an error with my hard drive and I tried to plug it into my mom's. I thought it might be my MacBook. I plugged it into my mom's Mac. I plugged it into the PC at home. And it, so it wasn't a problem with the device. It was a problem with the actual like hard disk. And just, yeah, long story short, it, it broke and all my work is in there, dude. But you lost your shooting followed you there? No, no, no. All the raw, oh, all, all, all the raw stuff, like thankfully, like it's still like in my uh, SD card, in my camera, but all my finished work is in there. And you just always want to keep a copy of your finished work, like even if you're done, right? Which, but I mean, if I have to lose those, at least I'm done with it. But the one with Lunar is still in there and I was, and I just finished. I was literally about to export and then tiba tiba my hard drive broke. And then it happened at the same time when we were about to go live on your Discord. And so if you guys uh, happen to like be on his Discord, you will know that the entire time I was there, like logged on, but I wasn't like mentally there. I said, I was, I, I muted my microphone most of the time. And I wasn't even listening to what was going on most of the time because I fucking, I had a meltdown. Like I like was tearing up in my room because I was legit freaking out. I'm like, no, no, no. Like all my shit is, is in here, including some videos uh, of my dog when he was little and like just, well, yeah, mostly videos of my dog. And basically, long story short, I gathered that, no, my hard disk is broken there's you know th this shit's busted but you can go to a data restoration bengkel like a data restoration little like um kiosk on the side of the street that's where i went i'll insert the info uh uh on on screen and down below in the description in case like maybe maybe one day god forbid this ever happens to anybody but if it does and like your hard drive is broken but you need to get all the data from in there you could go to this place if you're located in the south jakarta area um this is in sima tupang and so I went there and oh, oh, the cherry on top of the shit cake, it all happened on my mom's birthday. And they told me that, look, we might be able to restore it. We might not. Um, and if we can, it's going to be anywhere from 1 juta to 4 juta to restore the data. And that's going to have to be money that comes out of my own pocket. I realized, but then <laughs> I checked my bank account yesterday and I... Not to divulge financial you information. Not to spend that money. Uh, no, as no, Kenji, I don't have the money. Like I don't have my own money to. You need like financial aid, like. I do need finance. I legit you, do need financial like, aid. Like, lu bisa pinjam duit dulu sih, like from gua or something. Kayak kalau mau. No, no, I I appreciate it, but no, it's fine. I think I'm just gonna have to go to my mom, uh, and just hopefully I can pay it back. But right. just. Uh, yeah, it's um, one million to four million, and I I'm be honest, like I don't even have that kind of money right now like uh, like in my own name like i don't have that kind of money right now i'm kind of strapped for cash but yeah and then that happened and so it's oh, gosh i i cried three times yesterday yeah, you told me it's i was literally in the car and i was just tearing up and i'm just like my gosh like i see banget. like why just um and then i came home from the bengkel yesterday and i was like okay well i can't you know the video with lunar um 
isn't coming up tomorrow night. And see, like, I, there's a fire under my ass to upload tonight because I already took that two-week break. You know what I mean? So it's the anxiety of, like, I can't take that much time off social media and, like, not post. I mean, I'm going to lose subscribers. And, like, you know, what little subscribers I have now, like, they're probably going to unsubscribe if I don't post a lot. And then it's just, like, I literally, I get DMs from, I get DMs from people on Instagram. They're like, Kak, kapan upload lagi? And that kind of makes me anxious sometimes. You know what I mean? It like it literally it gives me a lot of pressure to like constantly pump out content. Uh, Betul ya, gue pengen bilang sama lu kayak um, it's nice that lu sangat mengapresiate your subscribers and followers. Mm-hmm. Tapi kayak jangan sampai lu yang follow mereka. That's a good way to put it. Iya kan mereka yang follow lu kan. Jangan yeah. sampai lu jadi terlalu gimana ya terlalu didiktate oleh keinginan orang lah. Karena of course social media like as you grow bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, itu literally semua thanks to your followers kan. Yeah. Tapi jangan ngerasa indebted in a way that I must do this for the sake of like note that it's still your life. Yeah. And kalau misalnya lo pengen take like a fucking I don't know even a three week break ya udah nggak sih. Yeah. Tapi YouTube kan algoritma kayak bakal lanjut terus. I don't know about that. Actually, I'm a very new YouTuber. I got like 150 subscribers. 150, not 150, not, not even 1k. Tapi kayak intinya. Harusnya it's kinder lah karena tidak semua channel ngepost tiap minggu and they're doing fine. Yeah, I, I know, guess. I know. And like no, actually like even with my TikTok, like I haven't posted in a while, but mm. like I like my subscriber, my follower count, sorry. My follower count on TikTok is still incrementally like like dikit per dikit like mm. increasing because like like I think of it as like cicilan like every day I get like at least 10 fo- new followers, right, you know right, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. like that. So I mean, yeah, I try not to trip so much over it, but it's just it's just It's a lot of anxiety, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. just, and especially because I know like people are literally messaging me. They're like, "Hey, when are you gonna upload new content?" Because right. people, I mean, where I'm at right now, it's almost like, not almost like, where I'm at right now, people legit use my content to study oh, English. English, right? Yeah, and so it's also the want for me to provide, yes, but like just sometimes I'm like, my God, I feel like. I can't even breathe sometimes, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And like, I'm trying, I'm like really trying my best. And so, of course, like, it's the stress of, I've already taken a two-week break. I already told people that I'm gonna upload tomorrow on Tuesday, which is tonight. This was all yesterday, by the way. Um, but, I, and I already, udah susah payah, like, editing that video with Lunar, and then like, this shit happened. And then, so I was like, okay, well, I filmed another episode with Kelvin. That could go first. And yesterday, I was in the middle of, editing the footage with Kelvin as if my life could not get any worse. Kelvin's microphone, when we were recording that day, it was recording, but the file got corrupted. So Kelvin had no audio and my camera picks up, um, uh, the, the, the backup is usually the, uh, the camera microphone, but Kelvin, he speaks at a softer volume compared to me, <laughs> right? And so sometimes he's like, Um, whispering into the microphone of course the camera can't pick it up and so it's just a, a like majority of the footage I can't even hear what Kelvin is saying and so yeah I, I try to work with it and it just it doesn't work and so it's just like oh my gosh like I can't even use any of this because Kelvin doesn't have audio from the microphone and like you know the what little audio the camera is picking up like you can't hear what Kelvin is saying so it's like percuma you know so I I, and then I had my third breakdown and I started crying and I messaged Kelvin and I was like, I'm so sorry that this happened. And just, I'm luckily Kelvin's understanding of it because this has happened with JU before mm-hmm. apparently where they had to re-record because they either lost the footage or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
how much technical difficulty can one bitch experience in just within the span of 72 hours? Like, what the fuck is going on? I legit feel like the universe is against me. I legit feel like the universe hates me. Like, I'm the, I'm the universe's punching bag right now. And there's a lot of other just personal shit that I'm not obligated to talk about on camera. But I've also just been dealing with a lot of personal shit, you know, like at home uh, with my mom and also just like in my personal life and just, yeah, that's the hard part about this being my, my therapy outlet is that this is my therapy outlet and doing this is very therapeutic, but there's only so much that I can say in front of the camera yeah. because people like you and me, like, yes, we put our lives online, but we don't have to put everything online. Um, and there are things that are going on in my personal life at the moment that are just, ugh. Oke okay, jujur, gue lumayan bisa relate yang soal technical difficulties. Karena kayak kalau kalian follow gue juga, like this is actually kind of funny because the same day Inda was experiencing all that. Of course, she had it way worse than me because I did not lose my data. Like thank God for that. But mm-hmm. then intinya kayak pada hari itu gue juga like I think I think it's a rendering problem mm-hmm. and I scheduled my video to pre my first video ever. I scheduled it to premiere at 6. Mm-hmm. Then I was just say there's a technical difficulty dan gua harus render mm-hmm. ulang videonya. Mm-hmm. It was 4.30. I was scheduled to upload it at 6. Mm-hmm. And rendering itself took 2 hours. Mm. Jadi gue gak bisa upload. Yeah. BTW itu tuh pas di ujungnya banget ya. Mm-hmm. Proses untuk bikin video gue aja. Itu tuh mm-hmm. bener-bener banyak banget yang ngaco. Dari satu. My guest itu. My friend actually si Yumi. Thank you banget udah datang. Tapi kayak. At that one day pas dia datang kita blur banget kameranya. Yeah. Kita blur banget kameranya dan kayak kalian bisa ngeliat juga di video gue yang sekarang. Um, like if you guys check my channel. Itu blur banget footage-nya. So I'm really sorry for my guest. Karena kayak it's my first video and she was a big guest. And I messed up the video. Mm-hmm. It was really blurry. And the lighting's really bad. And bahkan kayak si Yumi juga waktu itu sempat yang tadi gue pengen ngomong. Cuman gue kepotong mandiri gue sendiri. Uh, si Yumi pas lagi ngomong tuh tengah-tengah dia sempat kena berhenti ngomong gara-gara kamera gue overheat. Dan gue tuh kayak kesel banget aja gitu loh. Mm-hmm. Jadi gue, like, in a way, I really relate to your technical difficulties. And yes, um, thank you for enjoying the content we put out. But then, like, just know that, like, you know, the kitchen analogy. You don't know how the kitchen was fucking understaffed, burning, has water spouting all over the place, you know. We just want to give you good steak. Mm. We just want to give you, you know. Yeah, but... You know, pretty pretty steak involves ugly kitchen at times. Wow. And just no, my kitchen is definitely understaffed and overworked. And just no, I'm. I mean, all of all of the technical difficulties aside, like that's how my my these last two days, I literally and I went through an entire moment last night. I like I I hit the hay really early because I was just like done with the day. I'm just like I'm gonna go to bed. Like this is fucking bullshit and like i'm just i went down a whole spiral of like maybe this is the universe telling me that i'm not not meant to be on youtube and like have my own podcast show like like, legit because it's just like how much technological difficulties can one bitch experience in within just the span of a few days but before she realizes that it's the universe telling her that maybe she's just not cut out for this i don't know but okay look like i i i feel better now because i like i had my sleep and like i'm feeling okay right now and just i know that's not the case like It's not that, it's just, I need to, it's, it's really not, it's, shit just happens, you know? Um, but all of that aside, like, technological difficulties aside, it's also just things in my personal life, like, just, <laughs> I'm just realizing that some friendships are really not as loyal and as truthful as I once thought it was. 
Um, that's something that I've been realizing these past few days with certain individuals. Um, and just other than that, it's also just the stress of the stress of life, bro. Everybody needs therapy because let's face it, life is so fucking hard. So I'm stressed out over everything. Like I, I don't know if I told you, but I'm coming out with my own um, brand of magnetic lashes and magnetic oh, eyeliners. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But um, so um, mo- mohon mohon supportnya dari kalian once it launches and everything. Uh, but I'm coming out. I am coming out with. Oh my god, I'm having te- technological difficulties and fashion difficulties. But um. But yeah, no, I'm working on my own startup and it's just a constant anxiety of can I do it? You know, and like I'm launching this startup, like I'm already borrowing a lot of money from my mom and it's like, you know, I'm not even sure if I can make profit and just I don't know if people would actually like want to, you know, support my business and like, you know, buy my shit and it's, you know, just that, you know, the anxiety of me starting my own startup, the anxiety of me trying to make a career out of this and wondering whether or not like this, you know, might actually become something worth one day. And also the little things like how I bought softbox lighting uh, from the Lazada Eleven Eleven sale, but I forgot to buy light bulbs. And so like, and I've been procrastinating on buying fucking light bulbs. And so until now, I still don't have proper lighting and like me wanting to, and me having the conversation with my mom of like, I want to, you know, open, you know, beli ruko and like, you know, open my own studio so that I can like actually do this more properly. And like, this is something that I really want to commit to if the finances can support it. Um, and, and it's, yeah, but like my mom is, you know, if I want to take money from my mom, it's like, uh, long story short, she's still skeptical of whether or not this can actually become something of worth for her to put her money into this. Um, menurut gue sih lu nggak harus beli ruko sih karena even if beli ruko kayak mm-hmm. just make the studio a secondary mm-hmm. like it's 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 the secondary use of the studio. Yeah. Oh misalnya lu uh, beli ruko like just tell your mom to rent it out. Uh-huh. Kalau nggak dia ngerentu baru pakai jadi studio. That way kalau misalnya mm-hmm. uh, lu misalnya nggak pakai studionya kayak your mom bakal ngerasa kayak oh it's still my ruko anyways and mm-hmm. I still have the apa have the hak untuk rent it jadi kayak yeah. you're still essentially nebeng dia jadi yeah. dia nggak mikir oh ini rukonya buat indah karena kalau misalnya dia mikir rukonya buat indah you're gonna feel obligated to you know yeah that and then it's like you know on her bad day she's gonna be like kamu ya buang-buang duitnya mami blah 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 you know what hmm. I mean and then it's like that's just something yeah. I don't want to deal with yeah. that's why I light such a fire under my ass to be financially independent from my yeah. mom because part of it too is like when you grow up with the kind of parents that give you like so much financial support they kind of mm. use it as leverage to right. just treat you however way they want yeah, yeah, and yeah. say whatever they want and just it gives them leverage to kind of be all like you you know you take so much of my money like you should be doing this for me mm. blah 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 you know all that type of shit first world problem banget kayak anjir gua stress gara-gara gua punya studio sendiri while other people out there are stressing because they can't fucking eat uh-huh. or not know what to put on the table or yeah. not know if their kid can go to school next month yeah look of course, yeah of course like this you know my problems are minuscule compared to the other you know plethora of problems that other people yeah. are dealing with out there like i'm not saying like you know guys this is an oppression olympics okay yeah it's it's it never is it i'm never just is. i'm just i'm just venting out shit at the yeah. moment that i'm just uh, i spend so many nights tossing and turning in bed just wonder like just constantly worrying about whether or not I can even make it it just in general I never I never told anybody this but like one of my um more newfound ambitions 
um, ever since discovering the things that I'm good at and the things that I could actually make a career out of, I really want to have my own talk show one day. Funny story. Yeah. You too. We have similar ambitions. Go and get Daddy. I feel yeah. I feel. And oh, I, 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 I met I met Daddy once. He has a talk show. He has the biggest talk show in Indonesia. What What is that? Pertama, close the door. Itu the most subscribed talk show in Indonesia podcast. Well, that's a podcast. I'm uh, talking talk show hitam putih di TV. Oh, okay, dia, yeah, dia, yeah, dia, that. Dia, dia gede banget both di TV dan di YouTube. Yeah. Uh, no, it's just I have all these dreams and ambitions of having my own talk show basically like asian oprah or like asian trevor noah type of shit actually like i'm more leaning towards like uh the daily show with trevor noah type of shit like one day i want to have something that of like something like that of my own um and just you know my like a successful podcast show that actually connects and resonates with people and i want to have my you know my my beauty uh my my beauty brands and just i i have all of these i'm ambitions that so much of it is also it's motivated by wanting to give back to the community as well right and it's it's just been a lot of like constant self-doubt and constant constantly wondering whether or not that can that'll even ever happen for me what do you think is your worst fear in life um nyokap gue meninggal sebelum gue sukses okay sorry really definisi no, wow. sukses tuh banget berat banget But then, kayak, um, I'm gonna touch on some uh, apa sedikit personal territory. Mm-hmm. Jadi kayak the way I get uh, my income sekarang mm-hmm. adalah must be it main saham. <laughs> I fucking hate saham deh. Gue benci banget. Uh, gua Berdasarkan gua palm readingnya kamu. Iya iya. Fun fact ya, gue benci banget main saham. I am really bad at it. Lah terus kenapa main saham? Karena duitnya gede banget. Dan kayak gue bisa hidup, oke, okay, gue bisa hidup seperti sekarang, gue bisa pacaran, gue bisa punya temen, gue bisa ke Bali, gue bisa, masa kayak bukan bisa, bukan bisa pacaran, tapi kayak gue bisa take my girlfriend on nice dates, gue bisa pergi ke tempat yang layak sama teman-teman gue, gue bisa ke Bali, gue bisa. Bisa beli jam tangan mahal. Rencananya, uh, iya. It puts fuel on my car, it gives me great vacation, and tanpa gue punya... Masa tanpa itu, gue nggak bakal bisa bikin podcast gue sendiri, gue nggak bakal okay. bisa bikin like... Um, I have a small perfume brand coming by the way. Masih kayak um, Ina knows about it. Yeah. Jadi intinya kayak tanpa tanpa saham ini nggak bisa itu semua terjadi. Yeah. Dan of course on on a good day I make a good amount. Tapi kayak gue juga sempat lose money back. Doesn't give me joy, but mm-hmm. I know I have to do it. And I know it makes my mom proud. Kan? That's kind um kind of what I'm dealing with right now. Dan kayak my worst fear is gue nggak bisa bikin dia bangga. Karena what I know yang bikin dia bangga adalah me being financially independent. And the only way for me to be independent is if I become a great stock trader. But I do not want to be a great stock trader because I really hate stocks. Suck at that. You're a day trader. I am a day trader. <laughs> uh, yeah, gue day trading dan gue juga dapat for long term sih. By the way, banget guys, I just uh, my crypto portfolio turun 40% to add to my stress. I'm really bad at crypto. I think when I think about my greatest fears is that here's the perspective that I'm coming off of with this is that. I have been very lucky to be born into a great deal of financial stability. Let's just put it that way, right? I grew up financially privileged. I'm pretty sure most of you here know that about me. Um, and it's one of those things of like, because I grew up, kind of always had everything handed to me in a way. Well, not, well, not really, but you know what I mean. Like, I, it's just... I've kind of always had a fire lit under my ass to prove that I can 
have things of my own that I earned and that I worked for without it being something that's handed to me or inherited to me. You know what I mean? Like, as in, I just, I've always wanted to be my own person. I want to have my own legacy that's separate from my mother's or, you know, family, right? Um, and my fear, in a way, <sighs> I'm going to have to do a lot of explaining with this one. In a way, my fear is that I don't end up really doing anything with any of the privileges that I've been afforded in life and that I don't get to make anything out of myself and that I just live a life where I'm just living off of my mom's inheritance. Oh, shit. Actually, actually kayak, uh, fun fact, ya. Ini kayak gue bakal quote dari podcastnya Om Deddy. Om Deddy kayak pernah bilang gitu. So, I'm, I'm actually uh, sure that he's fine with me saying this karena dia ngomong di podcastnya juga. Dia kayak bilang ke anaknya, kan? Kayak misalnya, like, dude, Your father is ya gua. Mm-hmm. Jadi kalau misalnya lo gede nggak bisa make it, it's your fault because I have a lot of resources. Yeah. And I have a lot of connections, resources, and yeah. Gimana ya? Like all of this behind me dan mm-hmm. lo anak gua dan jadi ya yeah, I'm not gonna repeat what I said. Jadi intinya ya I really get what you mean. Yeah. I graduated from the most prestigious, arguably the most prestigious international school yeah. in Indonesia. One of the most prestigious international schools in all of Southeast Asia, actually. I grew up with a lot of financial privileges. I had an international education. My my education has been my biggest privilege in life in so many ways. I've had an international education throughout my K-12. I went to a prestigious uni- private university in Los Angeles, California. I have connections. I have resources. I have money. And my greatest fear is that I, even with all of that, even with everything laid out on the table with me, I still can't do anything with it. This is gonna sound so bitchy, but like I'm just gonna have to live an average life where I am just doing average things and live off of my mom's inheritance, and that's it. Ini bakal sound religious banget ya, tapi I'm not gonna say the word Tuhan karena nggak semua orang mungkin nggak semua orang universe. Iya kita for for this maksudnya for the sake of the video kita begini universe aja. Karena kayak sometimes universe tuh nggak kayak gitu kan. Kadang-kadang lo bisa ngelakuin apa yang lo bisa. Dan wait you, what? Kayak you, sometimes you can do like everything you can in your power, and the universe still doesn't give it to you. Itu sering banget kayak gitu. Dan kayak bahkan gue pernah sekali kayak uh-huh. mikir, kayak misalnya, kenapa ada beberapa orang yang, like, they pay such big of a price just to reach sini, while ada banyak orang lain yang gak harus give up anything, uh-huh. tapi udah bisa reach sini. I know. Jadi and I kayak, think, and I, I, I think about that so much, and I just, I think about, I believe so much in karma, and how even, like, karma can be inherited, and I... Oh, I, I I spiral about that on the fucking reg, about how just I could literally give it my all. I've had all of the resources. I've given it my all, but the universe won't give it to me. And like a part of it is that I'm scared that maybe the universe isn't giving it to me because I'm trying because it's the way that I have to pay for your a, your, your debt. Yeah, I have to pay debt, like spiritual debt. I pay. I gotta pay for sin that might not even be mine. This might be the most Buddhist sentence I've ever heard you say, but yes, I do also believe in that. I mean, you know me. I'm a big, I'm a big personality mm-hmm. as a person, and I'm a very ambitious person, and I've always had very, I've always had very big ambitions, and sometimes I almost worry in a way that my ambitions might be too big. In a way, maybe we can relate to each other. Mm-hmm. Can I? I think I told you this in the last video. Yeah, mm-hmm. I came from a very rich major family. 
Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kayak, Your extended family kayak, is wealthy. My extended family tuh really really wealthy kan. Yeah. Kayak gue nggak bakal sebutin kerjaannya apa karena ada beberapa yang famous like literally bisa di Google tapi gue nggak bakal spill sama sekali. Intinya kayak they're um, really wealthy mm-hmm. and they're doing really well. Mm-hmm. Dan gue compare-nya juga when they were my age. Mm-hmm. When they were my age, mereka tuh udah lebih achieve more than me. Uh, oh my god, yeah, don't even get me started on how yeah, yeah, yeah. we constantly compare bener, ourselves bener. to so many other people out there that like, you know, we're the same age or like they're younger but like they've achieved more and it's just and I think about that sometimes too of like my god with with everything that I've ever had given to me in my life, like why am I not like them? Especially yeah. especially especially me. Yeah. I talked about this with my mom this one time. Like legit, like just we were in the middle of an argument, and I was like, sh- you know, just shouting at her, and I was just like, like this can't, you know, my life can't just be this. Like uh, my life can't just amount uh, everything that I've ever been given in life. It can't just amount to this. You know what I mean? Like I can't just live a life where I'm just living off of your inheritance and that's it. Like that's just my life. Huh? No. Or are you like fine with this? I'm fine with this. My life can't just be like this and my mom was like tapi emang hidup kayak gitu. Kamu maunya apa? Yeah. And on, and and on the one hand it's like she's right but I'm also just like I can't be like I'm sorry like you know what like I'll put a disclaimer like look there's nothing wrong with wanting the simple life. There's nothing wrong with if let's say your ambitions is just to you know uh, maybe open up like a little humble restaurant and like have enough um to support your fa- yourself your family and have kids and raise a really good family like there are people that are like that there's so many people that are like that both women and men and like there's nothing bad about that if like that if that's what you want but that's not what i want i want to be someone big i want to i want to achieve big things i want to give back to the world i want to give back to the community just because i feel like i've always been given so much now let's see how much i can give back out there And right now, I just I don't feel like I'm anywhere near. Funny thing about life is when you really want something, it doesn't give to you. But when you fucking give up, it gives it to you. Pernah ngerasa gitu nggak? Dulu ada waktu di mana gue tuh bener-bener stress banget soal duit loh. Hmm? Kayak mungkin kalian nggak tahu kayak kalau misalnya kalian follow TikTok doang, mereka kalian ngerasa oh, anak Om Aliang gitu kan, guys. Om Aliang is fictional. I live with my mother, single parent. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm stable, but I'm not rich rich. Tapi intinya kayak dulu ada masa di mana gue tuh pas lagi kerja, kayak gue tuh pusing banget soal finansial. The minute I gave up about my financials, mm-hmm. I'm doing financially amazing. Mm-hmm. And I guess I don't, I don't like that's actually a really bad pasan to let out. Just fucking give up, bro. Tapi enggak enggak bukan bukan. Tapi sometimes the universe just treats you that way. Banyak banget yang mendapatkan yang mereka enggak work too hard for ngerti kan? Yeah. Dan mungkin kayak orang-orang yang kayak indah itu yang mencoba untuk achieve banyak banget. tidak semuanya jadi get there justru yang get there tuh yang nggak berambisi kadang-kadang does that does that not fucking trigger you oh my god life is unfair life is unfair <laughs> part of me going to therapy is also just reconciling with the fact that life is unfair and yeah you don't always get what you want and you 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 get the cards that you're dealt with and yeah it's up to you to you know make use of make work of it yeah make yeah. make it work but It's the worry of can I make it work? Am I competent enough to make it work? Ah, gimana ya ngomongnya ya? Orang yang ber orang yang berachievement iri sama yang berprivilege. Orang yang berprivilege iri sama yang berachievement lucu ya. <laughs> Kadang kalau misalnya kayak yeah. uh, gua kan I wouldn't say I'm not privileged tapi kayak my privilege is so so. Mm-hmm. Karena I'm from a kayak gimana ya? Yeah. Menengah lah. Kalau gua ngelihat mm-hmm. orang yang berprivilege tuh gua kayak enak banget ya jadi mereka ya. dan privilege itu ada banyak kan, misalnya kayak ada 
physical privileges and financial privileges mm-hmm. and familial connections kayak puppy eye privileges kayak mm-hmm. kenalan bokap dan lain-lain gitu kan i don't really have most of that and this like the shitty thing is kalau misalnya kayak ada orang lain di luar sana yang punya privilege lebih banyak dari gua misalnya kayak if they're more financially stable may fuck it maybe they're more good looking mm-hmm. maybe they have more connections if they do the exact same thing yang kayak gua lakuin sekarang mereka pasti lima 10 kalinya gua I mean, people say that life is a competition. Life's a marathon, not a sprint. But my God, it feels like I have to sprint for my dear life all the time. And I'm just so fucking tired. And just one of my fears too, it ties in with the whole like, my life can't just amount to this. Like there needs to be more. Part of that fear too is, um, kind of, I I grew up the complete opposite. I kind of grew up with everything and with everything and anything at my disposal. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes fear that there is something at play out there in the universe maybe it's god maybe it's some divine energy i sometimes worry that like because you know how there are people that let's say you grew up super poor um and you didn't have anything like you had the shittiest um childhood um and upbringing and you didn't have a lot growing up because you were impoverished let's say and then but the universe gives to people like those the opportunity to get out of that situation and so the universe hands them all these successes but i feel like I'm, sometimes i'm scared that because i already grew up wealthy right it's like the universe can't give me more than that oh actually yeah gua, gua main ngerti where you're, do you understand what i mean okay misalnya like uh, the universe udah kasih lo wealth uh-huh jadi opportunitynya Yeah, udah dikit aja lah. Yeah. Orang, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's yeah, like yeah. you're already wealthy. Let me just, you know, like I'm not gonna give you too much. Yeah, because wealth is udah much gitu. Yeah, and I know this might uh, look, this might uh, some people might get mad at me when I say this, but like yes, I, I I don't take for granted that I grew up wealthy. Okay, I don't. I really don't. I I have a $70,000 car. I would much rather cry in that car than in public transportation. Hmm. But And I'm not saying like, you know, I don't want please fuck off if you're going to be like, oh, like not you out here complaining because you're you're because you're rich, you know, you know, your life is so hard because you have money. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I'm grateful for wealth. I'm so glad that I have the wealth that I have. But that can't just be all that I have. Like, I can't just, my 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 entire legacy can't just be, oh, she's born into a rich family and that's it and that's how she gets by. I need to be able to do more with with what I have. Mm-hmm. And I just worry that I, I just, I worry that I can't. And these days, especially these last two days with all the technological difficulties, I, with all the technical, with all the technological difficulties that I've been experiencing, like, I can't even so much as do YouTube. And so it just, it becomes this thing of like, am I, Can I even do anything right? It's funny you said that. Masa gua gitu aja enggak bisa karena like Itu oh aja enggak bisa. Goblok. It's, 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 it's funny it's funny you said that karena gua tuh belakangan kayak ngelihat bisa banyak YouTuber-YouTuber gitu ya. Ih bagus banget videonya, bagus banget editingnya. Mereka aja bisa gitu. Masa gua enggak bisa anjir? Masa gua aja video iso bisa ketinggian, gua aja bisa kayak audio mess up kadang-kadang terus kayak bisa like if they can achieve that, why can't I? Yeah. And there are a lot of people who achieved that already mm-hmm. why can't i be the lucky thousand yeah no <laughs> Kenapa jadi the only unlucky one no dude and honestly like i a little i guess maybe derailing a little bit but i honestly like i commend you for the fact that like you can afford shit on your own 
Like you're fi- you're legit financially independent from your parents. I'm 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 sure your mom still gives you some money. Yeah, she does. Right, like wang sakwars, you know, some shit. But like what you were saying, you can, you know, take a duna to all of these like dates. You can go to Bali. You can start this podcast show. Like you probably bought the camera and like this this microphone. Which by the way, this is the rub microphone. Like this shit fucking expensive. You bought you know all these shit yourself. Like I bought. My mom had to buy the camera, the tripod. Like a lot of these. Like it had to come out of my mom's pocket. And I'm just also like part of it. Two, it's like, man, if we want to stress about money, it's like, I'm trying so hard to be financially independent. And that's also my other worry is that I can't be financially independent. And I'm, I'm not going to be as efficient mm-hmm. as being financially independent because I'm so accustomed to being spoiled. Uh, by the way, fun fact, go to financially independent baru belakangan ini. And like, bahkan like two years ago, I wasn't even that independent. I know, but Kenji, you're younger than me. Uh, okay, sorry. Uh, dan kayak, kalau misalnya like, Maybe kalau misalnya ngomong like taking dinner on dates itu kayak terdengar terlalu ngerasa kayak sombong gitu ya. Mm-hmm. Tapi I'm actually very transparent sama dia. Kalau misalnya gue lagi ada kesusahan ya, of course kita split. Of course kita always split gitu kan. Of course. Then, yeah. My whole point is just that you've already established at least some solidity in being financially yeah, I independent. I like I'm fucking piss broke right now. I'll be honest, I'm fucking pissed broke right now. Like I know that this is actually like a concern for a lot of parents of wealthy kids as well as well as wealthy kids ourselves because I talk about this with some of my friends that also grew up financially privileged like me where it's like can we manage our parents' money? Can we ma- we can't even manage our own money. I've worked I've worked so many jobs throughout college and like sometimes I think about how It's so ridiculous that I graduated with like nearly zero savings from my own like uh, um, part-time job money. A lot of our parents and also um, kids of uh, wealthy parents, mm. we do worry about, you know, once our parents are no longer here or like, you know, once our parents like hand down everything to us, like, do we even, are we even equipped with the kind of discipline and the kind of knowledge to be able to manage all of that and and maintain our wealth and not spend too much because we grew up so accustomed to just being spoiled and like spending whatever. In a way, I relate to that karena one of the reasons gue pengen jago stock trading gara-gara my mom was a kick-ass trader. Because your mom was a what? My mom was a kick-ass trader. Mm. Uh, dia bisa afford this lifestyle. Dia bisa kayak like, I could like stand here like with a very comfortable roof over my head with a car and shit like that. Yeah. Itu gara-gara my mom. Like she, I know. Um, and that's also the reason she wants me to become a great trader and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like nobody ever talks about also like the thing about having badass parents that like okay like we see we i mean we kind of touched upon this like in the last video too but like we're the generation of kids that are reaping the fruits of our parents labor yeah. right and so it's also just this not guilt but it's like can we even be ha- can we even achieve half of what our parents have but your mom is twice your age yeah yeah You know, you still got I know, a long way to I go. know, and and I have t- and I have time, but just oh my gosh, and I oh here's also the other thing. Like since we're having this like little heart to heart short session, I'm turning 25 in a few months. My birthday's in April. I'm an Aries. Quarter life crisis coming. Quarter, oh like nothing I've ever experienced. Like I feel I, I know, I'm only 24, but at the same time I'm like fuck, I'm already 24. And I still achieve nothing. Got nothing, see. Like a lot of people like working their ass off to get where you are right now. 
but then kayak nggak bisa aja. So this is not this is not nothing, dude. I mean like you made you you made it kayak. I know. At I least know. like you got a channel, you mm-hmm. got a loyal following, mm-hmm. and your channel is doing very well actually. I know. Yeah, no, actually. It is. It is. Jadi kayak itu bukan achieve nothing. I guess, but it's I I I know, I know. And I I'm try I'm trying to learn how to not downplay my achievements and yeah, to yeah. acknowledge my achievements more in a healthy way. I know it's I objectively I know that I'm not doing nothing. It's just that I constantly feel like I'm not doing enough. Yeah, right. Uh target lu 100 and mm-hmm. you're at 15 now. Yeah. Well, sometimes I don't even feel like I'm at 50. Sometimes I don't even feel like I'm at a 30, to be honest with you. And just, ugh, yeah. Well, free therapy. <laughs> free free, free therapy with a, just a little bit of filter for the sake of our privacy. By the way, kayak gue pengen kasih lo kayak sedikit mm-hmm. um, something. Biarkan you're, you're growing as a content creator, kan? Mm-hmm. And my circle tuh rata-rata banyak orang yang content creator yang udah gede banget. Mm-hmm. Including my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Then kayak there's this pitfall that a lot of people seem to fall into. Mm-hmm. You're gonna hit that big break. You will like maybe that one content that hit five million. Maybe that mm-hmm. one Instagram picture that hit 50k likes because it went so viral. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that one video that went to trending. Mm-hmm. Tapi, it's a double-edged sword. Karena it's also a curse. Misalnya begini, misal TikTok gua. Kalau gua udah pernah achieve five million, mm-hmm. and then like after that video, mm-hmm. ini views yang ngomong-ngomongin views ya. If kalau gua udah achieve five million views. And then after that, gue dapat like 2 million views, 1.5 million views, 3 million views. Mm-hmm. And then like one month later, I get like 200k. Mm-hmm. That does not mean gue gak punya views. Mm-hmm. Tapi gue jadi ngerasa kayak anjing gue sepi banget sekarang. Padahal mm-hmm. banyak banget orang di luar sana ya. Oh. Yang bikin video 3 kali. Ngeditnya sampai kayak orang gila. Mm-hmm. Tapi gak bisa nyentuh 10k. Tapi lo 200 ngerti kan? Uh-huh. Oh, mm-hmm. oh motherfucker, we can talk about that. Because that's literally yeah. my that's literally my curse. When I first started on TikTok, uh-huh. my first video kind of blew up. Uh-huh. Like, I, like, like to the point where people were sharing it. Oh, hold on, not my first video. Sorry, I think it was my fourth video. Mm. The one where I first started talking. I'll, 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 put it, I'll put it up on the screen, but it's the one where I was talking about how people don't know where Indonesia is and they keep thinking it's Bali. It went kind of viral. Like, it was getting shared all over. And then, like, because of that, I started off on TikTok so strong. And so now, and, like, I was, I'm talking, like, within a few days, I get, like, 500,000 views mm. type of shit. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm not hitting those numbers anymore and I feel like I'm failing. Exactly. Bitch, like there was a there was one day where my video hit like uh, how many like 400,000 views in just one day. Um yeah. now in one day like I I'm lucky if I can even hit 22,000. Tapi itu enggak. Itu itu bukan zero. I know but it's like yeah. no like, like what you're saying I feel like it's nothing. Because because yeah. I started off on TikTok so strong and like my earlier videos some of them like some pat went viral. And also with, oh, also Instagram following. When I first got on JU, my following count was 1,300 something. In the span of, like, within a week, I had, like, 4,000 followers. Hmm. Like, as in, I, because of that first one JU video, and, like, you know, in that, I'm not to toot my own horn or whatever, but that first JU video, like, a lot of the comments, for some fucking reason, it was, like, a lot of it was me, hmm. right? And so I was getting, like, all of this attention. The video also went viral. It hit 1 million views. And so there was this time when, like, that video was popping uh, that my following count on Instagram just fucking skyrocketed, right? And so now I feel like it's this constant pressure of, like, oh, my God, I'm not, my following count isn't accelerating as far, like, as much as it did, Mm-hmm. And then you feel like it's nothing, but no. Every day I'm like 
it, it, it goes in little increments every single day. But like, of course, like, because we've been on the flip side of like that rapid increase. Right, right. We every, feel that like little increments are nothing. Yeah. But little increments every day amount to big things in the long run. Gimana ngomongnya? Gue pengen sebutin example like even penyanyi besar aja nggak semua songnya hit kok ada yang flop kok. Oh yeah no, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, I, think, I don't know, I don't know. Like I, I want to say Doja Cat, but no, like every song don't she disrespect. puts out. Yeah, every song she puts out. Oh is okay. A oh bitch, I thought you was about to disrespect Doja Cat. No, 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 I was about no, no, to no, come no, for no. your head. <laughs> I, I, I want to say that gue gak pengen bilang Dojaket gara-gara Dojaket itu every song she puts out is a bop yeah. apa ya kayak? well but now ah let's talk about that Dojaket is literally like the amount of success that she's been able to achieve you know Dojaket only started blowing up like since the pandemic the pandemic has only been like two years yeah, yeah so yeah, she's yeah. had monumental growth mm-hmm. and now you know what's happening to her like there are news articles like there are tabloids r- r- writing about this that Doja Cat she doesn't even enjoy making music anymore she's burnt out like burnt the fuck out she don't even want to make music no more mm-hmm. so that's the flip side of it too I'm gonna say something kind of toxic go ahead gak apa-apa lu burn out yang penting lu udah achieve dan lu kayak daripada lu burn out tapi lu gak achieve so Doja Cat oh no I 100% agree kayak misalnya I, kayak lu kalau uh-huh. uh, I would rather be at Doja Cat than me now Oh, yeah, no, of course. Sama-sama burn out juga, anyways. Tapi yang satu lebih kayak sama lebih ter- uh-huh. <laughs> kayak lebih no. achieving aja gitu. Of course, like it's the whole thing about like, would you rather cry in a seventy thousand dollar car or in yeah. public transportation? I would much rather cry in my seventy thousand dollar car. Yeah, because you're gonna cry anyways, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we're both <laughs> crying anyways. Because yeah, everyone's stressed out and everyone's crying, so I would yeah. rather cry in a better place. Yeah. Cry in a better place. Yeah. Period. 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 But then yeah, kalau misalnya question, yeah, if you would rather laugh in a like maybe. A Toyota Agya or something. Mm-hmm. I would choose to laugh in a Toyota Agya. Oh, that is true. That is true. If the argument is emang sama-sama nangis anyways. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, sorry I cut you off. Did you want to say No, no, no. No, that's, that mm-hmm. actually it's it's true. Like the flip side of it. Mm-hmm. I would much rather cry in a much fancier car, but I would rather laugh in a much more humble car. Yeah. This is really just a churhat session at this yeah, point. Yeah, those are Therapy. Therapy. Yeah, therapy. Because I, ca- because I can't afford to pay for better help therapy. Joshua's my therapist. Thanks. And I'm sorry guys, kayak kalau misalnya yang get into this video expecting that, yeah, oh my gosh, like, I'm, I'm gonna get some great advice. Nah, honey, you're not gonna get some great advice. No. It's just two people, you know, complaining and stuff. Yeah, we're just two, just two bitches bitching about life. Yeah. But um, I, we hope you enjoyed and you resonated and maybe this has been a cathartic, therapeutic experience for you watching this. Maybe we voiced a lot of the concerns and a lot of the struggles that uh, some of you guys are Um, yeah. going through right now leave comments down below let yeah. us know tag us on instagram we got a lot of tags, we got a lot of tags. Uh, from the first video that we did yeah, together yeah, on my cool. channel yeah, 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 yeah. um thank you so much for that um sorry be sure to check out the next episode of into under the influence and we will see you bye, bye